suffer thy foot to be moved. Behold, he that keepeth thee shall neither slumber nor sleep. Hallelujah. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Lord is thy keeper. He's thy shade upon thy right hand. Sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. He shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in. Thy going out and thy coming in. Thy going out and thy coming in. From this time forth and behold, even forevermore. By what name can a sinner kneel to pray? By what name can men be saved today? By what name can your sins be washed away? Only by the name of Jesus. Only by the name of Jesus. Only by his
was born in a place of the Pentecostal fire. I got exactly what my soul desired. Well, I felt the fire burning. I felt the fire burning. I felt the fire burning. I was born again. Was born in a place of a Pentecostal fire. I got exactly what my soul desired. I felt the fire burning. I felt the fire burning. I got exactly what my soul desired. I felt the fire burning. You feel it burning? Oh, I feel it burning. I was born again. I was born in a place of a Pentecostal fire. I got exactly what my soul desired. Well, I felt the fire burning. I felt the fire burning. I felt the fire burning. I was born again. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, God, we love you tonight. We praise you tonight, Lord. We praise you tonight, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Someone are warm by the fire. I like to jump right in the fire and frying pan. Hallelujah. I feel the fire burning. Someone to get her. Someone to. Look around the corner like Peter did one day and warm himself by the fire. Hallelujah. And verse number one. The word which came unto Jeremiah from the Lord in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, saying, Go into the house of the Rechabites and speak unto them, and bring them into the house of the Lord, into one of the chambers, and give them wine to drink. Then I took Jaazaniah, the son of Jeremiah, the son of Habaziniah, and his brethren, and all his sons, and the whole house of the Rechabites. And I brought them into the house of the Lord, into the chamber of the sons of Hanan, son of Igdaliah, a man of God, which was by the chamber of the princes, which was above the chamber of Maaseiah, the son of Shalom, the keeper of the door. And I set before the sons of the house of the Rechabites pots full of wine and cups, and I said unto them, Drink ye wine. But they said, We will not, we will drink no wine, for Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, commanded us, saying, Ye shall drink no wine, neither ye your sons forever. Neither shall ye build houses, nor sow seed, nor plant vineyards, nor have any. But all your days ye shall dwell in tents, that ye may live many days 
in the land where you be strangers. Dropping down to verse number 14, the words of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, that he commanded his sons not to drink wine or performed, for unto this day they drink none, but obey their father's commandment. Notwithstanding, I have spoken unto you, rising early and speaking, but ye hearken not unto me. I have sent also unto you all my servants, the prophets, rising up early and sending them away, saying, Return ye now every man from his evil way, and amend your doings, and go not after the other gods to serve them, and ye shall dwell in the land which I have given to you and to your fathers. But ye have not inclined your ear, nor hearken unto me." Verse number 18, And Jeremiah said unto the house of the Rechabites, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, because ye have obeyed the commandment of Jonadab your father, and kept all his precepts, and done according unto all that he hath commanded you. Therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Jonadab the son of Rechab, shall not want a man to stand before me forever. I want to preach to you something tonight that was born in my soul. And it's simply being born or born with a conviction. Born with a conviction. Hallelujah. Born with a conviction. Shall we pray again? Worship the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, tonight. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for this service. Thank you for your people. Thank you, God, for this part and this time. I'm asking you, Lord, to anoint your word one more time. Anoint every ear, anoint every heart to receive it tonight. Have your way, God, tonight, Jesus. May this night be a turning point in somebody's life. May it be a night of strength. Let it be a night of redemption. Lord, we're thankful. We're careful to give you the praise tonight in the name of Jesus. God bless you. You can be seated. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy Ghost fits are still in order. I said Holy Ghost fits are still in order. Praise the Lord. Born with a conviction. I know it has a lot to do with where you live and the culture you live in and the surroundings that you have to identify with and the environment and the atmosphere and the climate that gives you, trains you, and brings you up in that particular culture. Praise the Lord. I don't know what it is to live in the jungles of Africa, but I think that they're probably raised in such a way that that humidity and that heat and the jungle is all they know. And that's their life. And they were born in it. And they've learned how to live in it. That's right. But it'd be kind of hard for them to go up to where the Eskimos are and to put that old heavy overcoat on 
and get on those sleds and start living in some igloos and walking in wind chill factor of 50 and 60 below and freezing because of the culture that they are raised in and that they are around that has all the world to do. I want to talk to you something about something tonight that uh, has to do with having a conviction, a conviction, a conviction, something that is very natural, born within, an instinct that lets you know that what your heart is feeling and what uh, you know is right, it's right because it's there. It was put there by the surroundings that you were accustomed to and grown up into. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I know tonight that I preached you the night about man being superior and God putting everything within his hands and rights and uh, made him the most dominating creature in all on the face of this earth. But uh, I read of a scripture in the Bible in the book of Job. It talks about uh, asking the beast and the fowls of the air to learn and to be taught. Hallelujah. To learn and to be taught that God had to tell a man to look at the beast and the fowl. In fact, the insect. I need your help tonight. Praise the Lord. Book of Proverbs, Bible talks about four things, little upon the earth, but exceeding wise. Exceeding wise. Now let me tell you something. If we could use some of the energies and double them and triple them as equivalent to some of the four little things on the earth. Hello, praise the Lord. If we could, I said if we could jump if we could jump like a flea jumped. I said if we could jump 1,200 times our length Oh, yes. You think about that tonight. Hallelujah. How high we would be able to jump. Praise the Lord. That you look at that little old fly and it, uh, it takes 450 steps to, to travel three inches. All right. And some of us have to, to run... Uh, I don't know what it is, 20,000 or 20 miles, uh, so many minutes uh, to stay up with the same pace uh, that that little fly could be and do. He said, if you 
don't have a natural instinct about you because you were created for your maker. You were brought from the dust of the ground to serve for his purpose in his kingdom. You were scooped up from nothing and the sinews put upon those bones. That's right, that you could be serving in his dominion. I want you to look at the ants. They are a people that are not strong, yet they prepare their meat in the summer. They don't have a guy they don't have an overseer but they're led by an inborn instinct that tells them in those colonies that we are gonna work I said we're gonna carry that soil we're gonna carry that dirt because there's something that our creator put within us an inborn instinct that that is what we are supposed to do oh yes hallelujah that we can lift 50 times our weight that small ant if we could have the same equivalence tonight we'd have to pick up a diesel locomotive and put it on our back and carry it oh hallelujah oh look at that tonight when you don't feel like serving God look at that tonight when you don't have a conviction look at that tonight when you think doctrine is crazy and foolish that God put a conviction and something was born and something so small that gave them some drive, that gave them some determination, that gave them some hallelujah, some assistance. They didn't have nobody amen tugging at them, pushing them, but they get out in the summer when it's time to recline back and they build up the stock, they build up the supply. I'm talking about being born of a conviction here in the house of God, that the culture is turned around. The surroundings have changed. Now we've been born in the presence of God with a conviction. I said with a conviction. Hallelujah to God. Praise the Lord. Let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Research was done on a three-year study of one colony of ants and said that they moved 15 tons of subsoil. Three years time. Hallelujah. Didn't have a leader. Didn't have a guide. Didn't have a cheerleader with the flags. This is what's going to happen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But something said, get out there and scoop up that dirt, however you carry it. I don't know how they carry it, but they carry it and they carry it and they go back for another trip and they go back for another trip 
and they go back for another trip. Hallelujah. You consider that ant and look at that ant, oh, slowful man and sluggard. Look at that little one, how he toils and labors, how he works. Hallelujah. He doesn't need no preacher to pound on him every night. Oh, no. All he needs to hear is the word. This is the conviction. I'll be here every night in revival. I'll be here at prayer meeting. I'll be there on visitation. I'll be there, hallelujah, when you make peanut brittle. I'll be here when you mow the yard. I'll be here when it's church work day. I'll be here when it's time to pray because I've been born with the conviction in my heart. I want to tell you tonight, I thank God that God gave this young man a conviction. I said a conviction against the sin of this world and the tides of the day. Something born in me, an instinct that says you're going to have to get out there and paddle and paddle against the current, against this untoward generation. serving God look at the ant look at the ant I'm going to take my time tonight he said look at the conies no not the chocolate ice cream conies Look at the conies. They're weak creatures. They're mice. They're mice. I said, uh, they're predators. They have many of them. Yes, they do. But God said, look at the conies. They make their house in the rocks. I said they make their house in the rocks. They hide in the rocks. They hide in the rocks. They don't lay out in the open sun. Oh no. I was studying all day today and I forgot about the ostrich. I forgot about the difference between these and the ostrich on how they'll lay their eggs and uh, their young ones and they'll leave them there right on top of the sand. They'll go off, maybe never come back again. That's the concern and love of an ostrich. They don't bury their convictions too deep. They don't get it down too deep. It doesn't find a lodging place, but something's fixing to come along and destroy their young ones. Oh, but the conies, they're nothing but field mice. Oh, but they find that shade under the rock in rocky places, in crevices that they can climb into. Hallelujah, stay there. I want you to know tonight, oh, thou sluggard and slothful and inconsistent, look at these little mice. They make their home in the rocks. It's about time some of you need to get to the rock and get a conviction tonight. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Takes time when you bring out stuff like this, so just bear with us. Praise the Lord. I won't tie nobody up tonight, I promise you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, man, look at the, the writer said, look at the locusts. Look at the locusts. They're little. Why, wow, they don't even have a king. I said, they don't even have a king. But they go forth by bands, and they're called an army, according to Joel. They go in bands, and they're called an army without a king. And buddy, they'll tear anything up that's edible and anything in sight. I said nothing's gonna discourage them because there are thousands of them. There's millions of them. Oh yes. Hey man, there's not enough insecticide and right to discourage them. Their buddies may fall flat, but they're gonna keep on pesting. They're gonna keep on in their bands until the last one drops. And not gonna pull up the flag of retreat and quit and give up. Oh yes, the weather's getting a little a bit too cold. They're spraying too much around here. Things are getting hard, preacher. They're making it hard for me on the job. They're making it hard for me in my home. They're making it hard for me down at the city council. It's not that convenient again tonight to be what I am. I want to tell you something. If they didn't need a king, if they didn't need someone to pound them and pull up a flag, but they just went out anyhow, how much more can we do? and we get together as a band and have a king and have a God and have a prince. What can we do? Hallelujah. I'll tell you what we can do. We can get together and we can mow down anything. We can stop anything because faith, I said faith with conviction together, it can see the finished product of a church in revival. Not around the corner. Not next year. Not next month but revival tonight in November 1st 1986 hallelujah praise the Lord talking about being born with the conviction not with an objection, but with a conviction. Hallelujah. Not a convection, but a conviction. He said, if, you, if that won't, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I keep trying to tell my mother that she can't stay home and have a television pastor. I keep telling her, you're going to have to go to church. I said, you're going to have to go to church. That's right. That's right. But it's so easy today. Today is all done by satellite. I said, it's all done by satellite. 
and one preacher can be in the same place, 100 different places at the same time. All right, and make it easy just to kick back in the pajamas and just kick back and no need to go to the house of God and no need to go to church. No need to worship God, but just send your offerings away. But the Bible said, don't you dare send them. The Bible said, you better bring them. Hallelujah. I said, bring them. Bring yourself. Bring them here. You know why people are afraid to come to the church and sit on the pew? They're afraid that God might get a hold of their heart and might put a conviction in them and let something get stirred up within them against the day, against the time. I want to tell you something. If you're going to amount to anything in this life, you're going to have to get on your face. You're going to have to stand up on your own two feet and be a soldier, hallelujah, that will not entangle himself in the affairs of this life. Because Paul said to Timothy, my son, be a good soldier, endure hardness, don't be entangled, hallelujah, preach the word, preach the word, preach the word. And all conviction does crazy things in, in church services. If little Johnny don't have to go to the bathroom, mama will pinch and make sure he's got to go to the bathroom when the conviction hits. Hallelujah. See people turn their heads like this while preachers, that don't discourage me. I'm going to keep on preaching it. I don't have to answer to you tonight. I got to answer to God in my prayer room. When God said, preach, that when you get the Holy Ghost, God gives you conviction. I said, God gives you conviction. We will not be changed. We're not going with the world. We're not going to compromise. We're not going denominational. We are going to stay the same because within our heart there was a new birth of the Holy Ghost and conviction. And consider the spider. Another little thing, but exceedingly wise. You mean I got a gun? I got to go find me a spider and a locust and a coney? I only pick up a hamster. I got to find me an ant. And I've got to learn from them. Some of you need to learn to get down and learn from them tonight. Because the spider's very industrious. They even find their way into the king's house. In the king's palace. They're in the poor man's house too. They live in my house. They get their cobwebs. That's right. And I remember I was cleaning one day. My trailer, there was a spider. I made a web in the back of my trailer. Had that water on full blast. All the pressure it had, the faucet had, and I was trying to just hose that thing off. And man, it wasn't doing nothing. It just, it was webbed in there in such a way I couldn't get rid of it. I had to get a broom and start knocking it down. Because when they weave it in and web it, Hallelujah. They intend for it to stay here. 
I say the intent for it to stay. They weave it in and make that web. Hallelujah, that is their life. I said that is their life. Some of you need to make a web tonight. Hallelujah. And to get some grit in your teeth tonight. Hallelujah. That this is the way it's going to be. Hallelujah. Because the culture you get right here, it's not a culture that will put you to sleep. It's not a culture that will leave you with no power. But it's a culture that will give you an instinct. That's right. That you can make some webs to trap. I said to trap all the prayers. Amen. All that you need. That's right. Look at the spider and how industrious he is. Destroy the web. He'll be right back up there the next day making and spinning a new one. Try to kill him. His offspring will make another one. You can't stop him because God put that natural instinct. They were born with it and that's what they're supposed to do. I wish we would do what we're supposed to do when we get the Holy Ghost and we got the Holy Ghost and we want the Holy Ghost. Are we going to do what God wants us to do if we've got the conviction to go with it that's born there we will produce I said we will produce hallelujah praise God God called him a man one day and said, I want you to go to Nineveh and I want you to cry out against that city. I said, I want you to cry out against that city. And immediately the Bible says that he went down, got on a boat and went in the opposite direction. Didn't even say God next Saturday, but just immediately went AWOL. When they walk, God wants you to give up so and so. Now, now you got the Holy Ghost. It's time to go to Tarsus. It's time to get your kids in order and get them lined up and get them straightened out at school not to do this. And oh, you know what? Get them in the right track and get them going good. It's time to go to Tarsus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But God's trying to put a conviction in you. I said, God's trying to put a conviction in you. Hallelujah. He got in a boat. He was commanded to go preach and cry out to a city. But he hid at the bottom of a boat. But God had a storm prepared and he howled. And he got thrown overboard in the midst of the storm. And God really gave him a good taste of his own medicine. Hallelujah. Because when they threw him over, he landed in the mouth and went down into the belly of a great fish that the Lord had prepared. That's right. That the Lord hath prepared. Oh, and he got down there in the belly and the guts of that old fish. Yeah. And he even said, man, this is like being in the belly of hell. Oh, what a horrible place to be. Well, when you go against God and you run from God, you better look out. 
out because our God is long suffering he's liable to put you through something that's right I'd rather be going the right way and let him do it anyhow and see me through because I know what he gave me when I pray through it'll keep me at next prayer meeting and I know what I get in this revival it'll be good in the next revival and in the next revival and I know the message the man of God preached to me tonight I know God will give me another message the next night because God's interested in building up my convictions and establishing my roots in this church but if you don't have convictions if you don't have doctrine you're a free swimmer you're a jellyfish you're spineless no backbone but a conviction will get some backbone in you to stand up this is the way it's gonna be Let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. And he said, I am cast out of thy sight, but yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. It's so easy today to get caught in a current. It's so easy today to get caught in a stream. And when you get in a stream, you ever been on a, a float trip in a stream and you go, go on those 10 mile uh, paddling canoe trips and you get a little uh, area that, that uh, the current's a little better and you get to put the paddle in, boy, you're, re you're rejoicing because you get to kind of go with the stream and it's so easy to go with the stream as it is. It's so easy just to fit in the church and get in a pattern and get in a mold and never break it, never change it. Oh, get so satisfied and get so situated I believe we ought to be satisfied but then again I believe we ought to be restless looking for more I said looking for more but when you swim with the current it's going to be easy not to look for more I just kind of coast and get thick to make sure the WD-40's on the wheels of the skateboard and keep right on a coasting like Jonah did he found himself wanting to go back upstream when he was getting far away from God you know I find something very interesting of an instinct if God could do this to all the animals my word why can't he do it in us I've been to places and they call prayer meetings announce it every night but the time of prayer meeting, was there going to be prayer meeting? Oh, I didn't know. Hallelujah. If I ever find something remarkable that stands out to me, and that's that old salmon. You ever caught salmon? I'm not a fisherman, but I hear they put up a good fight. 
I hear they put up a good fight. But they say a lot of salmon when they're born, they're born in a stream and the stream is moving. The stream is moving and they're being carried with the current into the ocean. That's right. No effort. That's right. No effort. Just let the fins relax. You're going right in the current. I'm taking you out to the ocean, into the seawater, and a lot of you's gonna be here for I mean, sometimes one to five years. That's right. You're gonna be out here in the salt water, and you're gonna be in the depths of it at night, and or in the day, and then at night you'll come out back up to the surface and learn how to adapt uh, to the salt water. It's different from the streams. It's different from the clear water. But you were born and going downstream with the current. And uh, that is the case with a lot of salmon. They move with the streams and they're washed into the ocean. But uh, they tell us that there is an instinct that is within this little fish to go back someday where they were born. To go back to that little stream of water to that place. The very exact location before they die to reproduce to get back not to die going with the current and being lost out in the mass of ocean water but to get back to the location where they were born that's right I don't know what happens and what gets in these little creatures but something begins to take place and they don't need amen, a coach or a batting coach or a pitching coach amen, but they'll be on their own if they've got to to get back to that place where they were born and said that they will swim and now they're not gone with the current now they're going upstream now they're going against the tide now they're everything's against them all the odds are against them but they're gonna get back I said they're gonna get back somehow and all that fin starts to paddling and they swim three to ten miles a day and some of them travel hundreds of miles and thousands of miles it said that they've seen them up against waterfalls that they would actually jump 10 feet up over them and keep on a trucking against the current and when they get to a steep waterfall that they will jump 5 or 10 feet at a time in each shelf and jump again and jump again to get on the top and keep on a going keep on a swimming I'm getting closer to that smell where I was born I've got an instinct to get back all oh, to that little fresh pond where I came from hear me tonight Jonah it's time to start going against the current get back to where the conviction is Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm looking toward the holy temple tonight. I said I'm looking toward the holy temple tonight. And I want to tell you something.
Amen. I want you to understand that when you get a conviction, when you get a conviction, when you get God in your life, something's got to start and something's got to stop. I said something's got to begin and something's got to end. You just got to get tired of going with the current of the world. Just got to get tired of being able to get to please everybody. You got to conform to anybody and everybody. But I've learned living for God that convictions will keep you going against the current and against the tide and even jumping some waterfalls and I keep on swimming. I said I keep on swimming and I keep on moving. Hallelujah. Because there was a conviction that was placed in my heart. What are you going to do? I'm going to pray like an apostolic should pray hallelujah what are you going to do when they say it's not right to pray when you're not allowed to pray like you really want to pray and not to be uh, scream and be boisterous what are you going to do I'm going to be like Daniel and open up my window toward Jerusalem amen when my adversaries are standing right outside I'm going to pray amen that God's going to give revival that God's going to save souls I'm going to pray when my life's on threat, when everything that I've got's at the stake. I'm going to pray. What are you going to do, Polycarp? You're at the stake. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to call these bunch of rebels a bunch of atheists. I've been around you for 86 years, and at 86 years of conviction, and I'm not changing my mind now because God is going to see me through. I was born with the conviction. Oh, let's praise the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. I was born. Hallelujah. I was born with a conviction a conviction against sin and worldliness and compromise and letting down it was born in me we're looking for this kind of preaching I said people are looking for this kind of preaching. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said if the world can cry out against pornography, why can't we cry out against to be on the pulpit? I said if the world and some can begin to start crying out against homosexuality, then why can't the church cry out against it? The conviction that he's put in our life. I said a conviction. A conviction? Did you get a conviction when you got the Holy Ghost? Did you get a conviction? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got a conviction to come out and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. Taste not, touch not, handle not. <laughs>
I was born to stay away from the worldliness of the world. I was born that way. God done it to me. The church did it to me. And I like every bit of it because one of these days, friend, it's going to be a payday. I said it's going to pay off because the conviction I got, it's going to keep me through the fire. It's going to keep me through the tide. It's going to keep me. Hallelujah. Now I see something very unique about this day when God called Jeremiah to take of this people, the Rechabites, and to bring them down into an inner chamber man of God's chamber and to set them down and the prophet of God, the man of God to openly place temptation before them. Hallelujah. Now if a preacher took me down, someone took me down to a bar and set me down in the, right on the stool there, it'd be real easy to say, I don't need this. That's right. I said, I don't need this. And let me tell you something. AA can't help you. I said, AA is the pitfall of our day. How do you know? Because I've been there. But what you need is HG, Holy Ghost. I went there, sat around and drank our soda pop, smoked our cigarettes, B.C., before I got in church. Took my little card. I wasn't there to get converted. I was there because I got busted. I got there because I was driving drunk and officer pulled me over and told me to get out and I fell right in his arms. That's why I went there. I said, oh, there's a higher power that's brought us here. I said, yeah, you know what the higher power is? It's the law. That's what's brought us here. Hallelujah. That's right. I know it's wrong to drink because God gave me conviction. I know it's wrong to smoke because God gave me conviction. I know it's wrong to dip snuff because God gave me conviction. I know it's wrong to gamble and play poker because God gave me conviction. I know it's wrong to get on the dance floor because God gave me conviction. I know it's wrong because I was born with that conviction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God. I said, thank God. You ought to get up on your feet right now and thank God for a conviction. I said, thank God for a conviction. Praise God. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. Head on back, such a sore. You're way off timing. Hallelujah. When the preacher baptized me, I'm not really, I am not here to scare anybody, to run anybody down to the easy does it religion. But if that's all you got is an easy does it in your heart, then you're going to go that easy does it anyhow. But when I stood in the baptistry, I had this old necklace around me and uh, this ring on my finger. And uh, the man of God said, you better take that off. I said, sure. <laughs> Got a con and God gave me conviction real quick. Praise God. <laughs> because I wanted to be saved. I said, I want to be saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we can't go through our revivals and go through our services and fail to tell people what's right and what's wrong. I want to tell you something. Without holiness, you're not even going to see God. Holiness is at the bottom. It's a requirement to stay in the church, to live in the church. But if you get a conviction, you fall in love with every bit of it. You find out you don't need a nowhere on your body. You don't need to be decked out with jewelry. Hello, whatever it represents. There's an inconsistency today in even our movement. That certain part of jewelry is right and the other parts are not right. I say it's all wrong because the conviction in the Bible amen, has shown me in my heart that we don't need the things and the ornaments of the day. We was born uh, with a conviction. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm one of those extremists. You might as well just go all the way. If you're against part of it, be against all of it. Hallelujah. You don't need a ring to show that you're married. Just act like you're married. Hallelujah to God. I want to tell you something. Thank God for a conviction tonight. I said, thank God, we don't need a necklace. We don't need the garb of the world. We just need some old-fashioned convictions around here. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. We don't need to let our young people go and join the bowling league. They belong right here. There better be some principle in this church. I don't have a bad spirit. for a man that's behind me. I said, I like preaching for a man of God that believes that puts up in this young man that 30 years from now, I still want the same conviction. I'm going to go against the tide to stay where I was born. 
tear it out of that ocean of stream of anything goes and free Pentecost, free come as you go, come as you please. And that's the case in Mars churches that believe something, they come as they please and they go as they please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something tonight. If the book says it's wrong, then it's wrong. Hallelujah. And you can't base it on what you see in the world in the day because this whole world, friend, I said Babylon, the Catholic Church, denominational churches, amen, I want you to know Trinitarian Baptism came out of them and they're going back. I said they're going back. That's right, they came out and branched off, but they're all going back. But us oneness folks are going to stay the same. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Jeremiah said, Rechabites, I want all of you to file into the man of God's chamber because I'm fixing to bring some leaders of Israel to Jerusalem there too. I want to show them something. I said, I want to show them something. Hallelujah. Amen. The Rechabites didn't start off too good because Rechab himself got hung one day, got his hands cut off and his feet cut off because he bragged one day to David that they went in and assassinated Ishbosheth. But there was a young boy born by the name of Jonadab years ago. And they just got kind of beside themselves. Amen. He said, this is the way it's going to be. We're not going to tide the way of Israel. We're going to separate ourselves. We're going to learn some principles. We're going to set some standards. And we're going to be just down-to-earth people. We're going to live in tents. We're going to be practical people. You know God's people are the most practical people and the most down-to-earth people, the greatest people to be around, the happiest people you can meet. In fact, they could be in your living room while you were sleeping one night and wouldn't have to worry about one bit, them cutting your throat or that ripping off, I mean, your goods. Wouldn't have one worry in your world. The greatest people to have around. That's right. Aren't you glad to be around those kind of people? Hallelujah to God. Amen. And all this man, Jonadab, there was something about him that uh, when old King Jehu, the king of Israel, came by one day on his way uh, to uh, get rid of the prophets of Baal and Baal worship, uh, that he rode up in that chariot and saw on the side of the road that there was old Jonadab walking along and, and and uh, he took notice and stopped and said, Jonadab, is your heart right? He knew his heart was right because he established some convictions in his household. That's right, on his people that they would not change. Amen. And old Jehu wanted some assistance. And Jonadab, he said, is that heart right, Jonadab? And he said, sure it is. He said, give it to my chariot and we're fixing to go to have us, hallelujah, house cleaning. Have the prophets of Baal and Baal worship. Jonadab said, sure thing. Anything to get rid of sin, I'm all for it. Oh, let me in that chariot. I'll go with you. Hallelujah. Because, amen, we 
we've started something in our household and some convictions that this is the way it's going to be. We're not going to get intoxicated. We're not going to get flamboyant and start mixing with the gods of the land. But we're going to live in tents. We're going to be just like pilgrims that are passing through. Just strangers. Hallelujah. And all we went with Jehu. And there they had a house cleaning friend. I said they slew. They cut up. They destroyed all that bell worship. See old Jehu and Jonadab getting on the chariot going back. Jehu says, well, here's your road. Here's your exit. Hallelujah. Good to be with you, Jonadab. I like your spirit. I like your zeal. The way you fight. I like your conviction. And then goes old Jehu back to his home. Oh, got rid of Baal, but he's still worshiping a Dan and Bethel. Still lifting up the calves of idolatry. Because it was a political type of worship, he didn't want to, to lose the ten tribes to the other two. <laughs> Got to maintain that. Don't want to lose anybody. Don't want to preach that close to th- when I'm at home. If I can go away and get rid of Bell, that's all right. There's a lot of people like that today. Uh, want to be something one place, uh, and they get back home, just take it easy. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. It's easy to preach against this when you're a thousand miles away from home. But thank God we can preach it anywhere we are, whether it's bear calves, whether it's idolatry or bell, whatever, hallelujah, because we've got a conviction. Jonadab went home and they rejoiced in their tents, but Jehu went back and fell in his own stubborn idolatry, and God kind of forgot about him. I said, God kind of forgot about him. But a couple hundred years later, generation to generation, Sister Sora, generation to generation to generation, old Jonadab's dad had the funeral from generation to generation. No alcohol, live in tents from generation to generation. This is the way it was hundreds hundreds of years ago, generation to generation. This is the way it's gonna be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There was conviction put in this people generations ago. And they put that alcohol before them Jeremiah said, here, drink. Can you imagine? True prophet, he knew they wouldn't drink it. He knew they wouldn't drink of it. He knew they weren't there to get drunk. But he was showing those stubborn Jews some things. Here these Rechabites are. They've held on for hundreds of years because of a conviction. Because of a conviction, because of a conviction, they've held on. But here you are. I've sent my prophets to you early in the morning. I've sent them in the late in the afternoon. I've stretched out my arm. I've done so many good things for you. I've got your life strained out so many times. But you want to keep holding on 
to things that are so small. You hear me? The road to hell's paved with good intentions. One of these days, the Rechabites are going to rise up in judgment. The conviction they had and still got and show you what a conviction did for them all these years. Hallelujah. I want to tell you something. Hey, man, I'm going to stay the same. I said, I'm going to stay the same. I said, I'm going to stay the same. I'm going to stay the same. I said, I'm not changing. I'm not conforming to the fashions. Amen. I'm not going down to find out in the mall directory what fads and the tides are. I'm going to stay the same. I said, I'm going to stay the same. I'm going to live modest, dress modest. Young people learn just to stay the same. Hallelujah. Don't worry about showing off physical features. Show off the Holy Ghost and Jesus Christ and the conviction. But I wonder tonight, could there be somebody with a salmon instinct that's went with the current and with the stream so long and it's time to get back. I said, it's time to get back. It's time to get back where you were born. I wonder right now as we stand and as we pray right now, we fight the very powers of hell that are trying to destroy conviction in this service. Fight the demons and devils and spirits that oppose what is taking place here. God, that are trying to penetrate and tell everybody just keep on going with the tide. Keep on going with the tide. But oh, could there be somebody here tonight that's going to get some guts in them and start going upstream. Start fighting. I said to make it back. Hallelujah. God's been good to you. I said God's brought you a long ways. Amen. God's taught you many things. But what God wants to do in your heart is give you a conviction. And when you get the Holy Ghost, I said when you get the Holy Ghost, and when you keep the Holy Ghost, that conviction, it grows. I said it grows. This life becomes sweeter and greater. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Don't look at me like I'm some spooky individual up here tonight. I'm telling you the truth. He gets sweeter every day. This altar is open right now. If you want to be born with the conviction. Jesus Christ is calling. They say when a bird migrates, there's such an instinct within that bird to join his feathered friends and to fly during the time of migration. And it's such a feeling, 
such a feeling that if you capture that bird and put it in a cage, oh, he'll fly against the bars. He'll flap his wings against it. Let me out of here. Let me in the air. I've got to go. My instinct tells me it's time to go. It's time to go. But when that migrating season is over, hallelujah, they've already left and gone. Let's say they can open that cage up and that bird won't even make a move. You can pull him out and throw him in the air. He'll fall right back down the ground because that instinct's gone after the season of migration. Hear me tonight. Hallelujah. It's time for some of you to migrate. It's time for you to get that instinct in you and come to an altar and pray through and get the convictions of God's word in your life. Would you come? Hallelujah. You need the Holy Ghost tonight. You need to pursue this walk in God. Would you come and pray? Saint of God, would you be sensitive to those that need God tonight? Hallelujah to God. Would you come? Would you come? Praise God. Would you come? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can go down this fast food religion on every corner. You can have your idols. You can have your cigarettes. You can have every your booze. You can have your intoxicating times. But if you want to live for God and get a conviction in your heart, you're at the right place. I said you're at the right place. We're not here to play bingo. We're here to get your soul straightened out. Hallelujah. Get a conviction in you. Come on. Would you pray? This altar is open. Let's all come. Let's all come. Bring somebody with you. Find a place to pray where you are. Eyes need to be closed. We don't need to be looking around each other. Unless we're praying for somebody. Where you are, where you're standing, would you kneel at that, that pew? Would you begin to pray and call unto God? Let's all talk to God. Everybody in the house tonight, I'm calling this place to pray. Seeking the face of God. Seeking the face of God. Take me. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, let's pray tonight. Go upstream. Your flesh will war against your soul. Your carnality will try to destroy any good thing about serving God. But you're gonna have to fight against it tonight.
Thank God for conviction. Take me. Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy God tonight.